you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is going to be a review on Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, or Kido Senshi Zeta Gundam, or Mobile Suit Z Gundam, as you, if, if you will. And, and there's like, I don't know why every Gundam has to have like five different names. But it ran for uh, 50 episodes. Uh, it was later done into a compile compilation movie of uh, a trilogy called A New Translation. Uh, but it premiered back in spring of 1985. We've jumped ahead in time in animation. <laughs> yeah. From Mobile Suit Gundam that was back in, what, 79? And we're jumping up to 85. It definitely looks a lot different. And uh, it shows. <laughs> Got to the second, the second intro. I got a kick out of the second intro because <laughs> that looked gorgeous. And we were like, wow, they did an upgrade during the middle of the show. <laughs> no, that was just the intro. <laughs> but yeah, this was done by Studio Sunrise. And it was a, based off of an original source. It doesn't have a source, so to speak. And it's an action mecha military sci-fi shown in space. But yeah, it was again done by the creator and director Yoshiyuki Tomino, who again does all the pretty much Gundams created the gundams it's he's the founder kind of thing but yeah if gundam was to look at look for for his daddy that's who it would be okay yeah <laughs> papa gundam um but yeah this is a another review copy that was sent to us from nozima entertainment and sunrise um it is available on dvd in two collections and blu-ray in two collections uh, we checked out the dvd and it looks fantastic um but this we're here to talk about uh of course this takes place right after the events well Eight years, I believe. Eight years after the events of Mobile Suit Gundam 0090, or 79, which was the original Mobile Suit Gundam back in 79. So we are going to talk about certain characters. So I wanted to give a soft spoiler here that technically we will be talking about story things that involve characters that would give people the hints that, hey, somebody survives the original Gundam. So we're going to talk about names, and then that's going to basically tell you that person survived. So I just want to give the soft spoiler in there before I jumped into the story. I know it's it's a... 30 someone year old show but we like to keep the spoilers safe so there you go but yeah this one again kicks off eight years after the mobile suit gundam 0079 uc era uh and the uc era of uh 0087 and it follows the anti-earth union group or the oogs i think they said oogs something like that it's very hard to pronounce so i'm gonna say anti-earth union group anti-earth group it's <laughs> easier to say but this group is, seems to be a, a group that is from the Earth Federation. It's a re- rebellion group that is fighting against this other group that is in the Earth Federation, which is called the Titans. Uh, essentially, after the events of the original Mobile Suit Gundam 0079 era, following that, you had the Xeon was basically what seemed like they were destroyed. But the Titans were created as a group within the Earth Federation that basically went around and tried to find any remnants of the Xeon and kill them and destroy them. And anybody that got in the way, they indiscriminately and ruthlessly uh, killed as well. So they're they're not a good peachy group. They are, the way they handle things is very bad. And then they have the, like I said, the anti-union group, or anti-Earth Union group, is a group that seems to be, from what we see in the very beginning of the show, is trying to stop the Titans because the Titans are doing bad things. And, of course, they have also other things that are within their characteristics and beliefs that is that Earth is basically pulling people. It's The gravity is 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 keeping people binded, and they don't like that kind of thing. Um, but what was kind of the interesting coming into this season was that this was uh, essentially was almost seemed like it was being headed off by this guy named Quattro Bagina. And we automatically assumed, hey, that looks a lot like Char. So... 
what's going on here? This is a really weird way to start the show. You have Char and he's heading up this group that seems like they're the good guys. And where'd this flip-flop happen? And of course, we knew from the original series that it wasn't technically that Char was an evil guy. He was doing bad things, but he had a reason why he was doing it. He was trying to take down the Zeon, just like everybody else was. So he was almost like that rogue character on the on the on the outside of the, the battlefield. So it was interesting to now have Char on our side. We follow this guy named Camille, who uh, his parents <laughs> build. Uh, yeah, finally getting to the actual main character who we don't care about. <laughs> he, he's Camille, a, Camille is a special, special character. <laughs> he's a special snowflake. He's a special snowflake. He, uh, his parents are actually within this uh, group that is building uh, the Gundams, and he's on his way there, and he gets uh, beat around by the Titans, or a, a member of the Titans, and he finds the need to get into the guy's mecha suit and show him what for, and... During this, <laughs> Char and his guys are coming in to steal these, uh, they're called the Mark II Gundams. They're coming in to steal them, and so Camille's like, hey dudes, pff, I got one, I'll help you out. And so they all rush off, rush off together because he's all cool with the idea of being a part of the anti-Union group, or being a part of the anti-Earth Union group, because he doesn't like the Titans. He despises them. They're bad people. So you're following Camille, he goes off and he joins this group. He's with Char, he's with a, a bunch of other familiar faces as they fight against the Titans. And of course, that transitioned from there, and you, we kind of meet some other people that are kind of joining the forces. They, you have people that are on the Titan side that want to join the anti-Earth Union group. You have people in that group defecting away from them. I mean, there's a lot of kind of back and forth between the two groups going forward. But yeah, I think one big takeaway from the show. I mean, the first off, I, I think the original Mobile Suit Gundam was definitely kind of going in the idea of. Uh, Innocence in battle, there was a lot of focus on here's citizens that are now having to be in this, basically this 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 warship going through space and fighting. They're kind of forced to. They can't have really no choice. They can't leave, otherwise they get arrested. And they're they're out in the battlefield. They can get killed at any point. Uh, so it was really like a, a sign of like innocence in the battlefield. And I think this one was kind of more going in the realms of morals in war. There's a lot of moral choices that are being made that the characters are kind of juggling with it does have the element of innocence and war with camille of course but i think a lot of the uh, a lot of heavy emphasis is there is that it's in this one is on morals and uh, how they and stuff like that. affect people I, yeah, war now that you point now that you point that out yeah i can i can definitely agree i was trying to place a kind of exactly what it was that this show i i definitely think that the introduction of the new type uh, the cyber new types is interesting but I, I really felt like it was kind of the show more than the more than the previous Armoros uh, uh, part. It it definitely felt like this show was kind of chasing it tell its tell. I never felt like it really got anywhere. I'm not I I'm not saying that I don't like this this particular series. I I think that a lot of really cool parts was in this one that just definitely outshined um, the the first Gundam. But at the same time, I felt when I got into the lows, I felt that a lot of those were really, really, really low. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but I strongly disagree. <laughs> I think this one was a huge step up in the narrative that it was doing because technically with the first one, it was very episodic. For a good third of that show, it was episodic in 
we're traveling somewhere, but it's just we get attacked again. Of course, this one had the every episode they have to have one person come attack them. It's like it would always seem like they were it's like, wow, this could be like an entire story episode. And at the very end, it's like, I don't know where I'm going to fight them. They take off and they fight them. And it was over. It's like you didn't even have to have that. But I guess they have to. But. I think this one more than anything, it was what like Gundam show doesn't have an have a Gundam's fighting in an episode. I mean, episode. think about it. But I think that the, this one had a very big upgrade in its narrative. It was it was definitely telling a story throughout the entire thing. It was building characters that the entire thing. It didn't have the issues that the original had where sometimes it really felt like there was a conflict that comes out of nowhere and then disappears and never re- resurfaces. It really did seem like every episode was constantly trying to branch out these character stories going forward. Now, my only complaint really is in the Titans. And the Titans I are Titans. The Titans, I didn't care for a lot of the characters. Like, it was, who was that guy? Jindon or something like that? Uh, yeah, Jared. Jared, Jared oh, yeah, I could care less about him. He kept popping up. And it was like, just get rid of him already. I don't care. Now, early on, I, I thought he was pretty cool. I thought him with uh, was, a couple of people that he was t- interacting was pretty cool. But... They didn't do anything with him, and after, you know, 10, 20 episodes of him, I was like, just stop. Go away already. To me, he felt like um, Camille's char is yeah. really what he was. He was it, the opposite. If 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 you have Camille as Amaro, the then you have Jared as char. That was really kind of... Yeah, I agree. His story really was... And, you and killed that, my parents. Well, you killed my girlfriend. <laughs> You're a nasty person because you killed my girlfriend. Well, you killed my parents. And it's it like, all started out because he said he had a girl name. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So, they, I mean, that's the only difficult part is that it keep it keeps hitting on it. And it's like, I, I really don't care about you. So it's like, but for the most part, it was constantly stuff that I was actually interested in. I was very interested to see where they were going with characters. And there was actually a point in this show that it was probably the first time where I completely geeked out. Like, I, watching the entire first season or first series was like, okay, this looks really cool because it, it okay, we're geeking out on the idea that it looks it's hand animated and it looks gorgeous in that, that it, that you know, what's the process through it. But this one was more of, um, for one, I thought the, 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 the Gundam designs and the mobile suit designs were like getting increasingly more complex and gorgeous looking. So I, I mean, immediately when we first seen, uh, uh, Char show up and he's in that, that red, the, well, I don't remember what the name of that original one was. Cause it was oh my so long gosh, ago. I had it on the, <laughs> But he was there. Because they kept saying it, it was driving me nuts. <laughs> well, it's called the Red Comet, but the, I mean, Rick, no, I know it's not Rick the Red Comet. Dias. But it was, it was Rick just, Dias. it was gorgeous. It looks great, and I was like, oh, these these designs are getting more complex and more. Because, I, like I said, with the the first one, I was like, well, they they technically look a little rubbery, but this one is like they they're really coming into their own. They're getting some really great designs, and they look more solid. Is really the the key thing. But I totally geeked out the moment that they kind of got into. Uh, the Axis Xeon. Like, you, you finally see the remnants of the Xeon, and it goes into the throne room, and it starts going into who's in that throne room, and I literally started geeking out. And maybe it's because I've seen some future stuff, but I started geeking out like crazy. I, I was making connections, and I was getting... Essentially, like you were saying with the last review, it was like this: you listening to people talk about it, and you're you're getting into those integral things. And I was definitely having that moment of like... Oh my gosh, I'm geeking out over Gundam because I like it. I think it th- I think there's a great little lineage that they're creating and it's constantly kind of iterating on it, which it makes it even more important the idea of going out and watching the very first one and watching this one. And I'm so glad that we're doing this. And we're going to go into ZZ and then we're going to go on to whatever's after that. 
it's cool to get that lineage that's kind of building. And I think this one more than the rest of them, or than the previous one especially, is it's it's doing a lot more with the characters. I'm I'm seeing how they're developing Amuro Ray, which I think he had more development in this show than the entire original one. I mean, the entire original one was really he doesn't want to fight. He's in the he's in the Gundams and he's he's being forced to fight and he's developing his skills. And this one is really getting into uh, does he want to continue fighting? He doesn't want to continue fighting. Why 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 is he where he is right now? All that kind of stuff is really cool. Uh, of course, seeing returning characters, but also seeing new characters being developed on. I I I, I hate her at first, of course, but I, I like Haman Karn. I think she's just wicked. Haman Karn was awesome. Her. I loved Haman Karn. Um. I didn't care for Rakoa. I think Rakoa was the only one that I had issues well, see, with, but we, is, we've, we've she, talked about it. We've talked about yeah. it, and we see a reason there. I don't want to get into it, but... Rakoa is 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 the, the the definition of the reason why I had a... I, and, and, and please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I don't... I loved this show. I thought it did really, really well. But there was these... What I was saying was that it had a habit of chasing its tail to me. And Rakoa is the the definition of it. It felt like they had an idea with her. I thought it was a fine idea. I, I was fine with it, I and I was with it for a while. But then it felt like it was dragging that story out a lot longer than it should have. And it felt like that that story kind of stayed a, lingered a little bit too long. The, the four and then on to the other characters that let's just say projection of four ended up being on those stories kind of tended to kind of linger a little too long, which I didn't, I didn't hate for story. And I didn't, I didn't dislike the other characters that were involved in that whole thing, but the lingering, the lingering effects of those stories was what kind of bothered me is it felt like those stories just kept getting exaggerated and, and trying to drag out. And it was the, to me, it didn't feel like they were actually hitting anything new. They were just going back to the same things over and over and over again. And those that that's where I got frustrated. I still like the story overall. I, I still think it was great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. I, I, I agree in the idea that a lot of it I didn't care for because, like I said, I think the issue with Rocco is really in the idea. I don't think it was properly... I don't think it was properly translated or it wasn't properly explained because I think the big thing in this particular one that I I started having a difficulty with is that, and I, I'm assuming it's because we're learning as the characters and the people in the world are learning it, but I'm getting to the point where I want to know more about how the new type works. How does the new type power work? Because it's really getting to the point now where it's starting to get into, okay, so I'm assuming Pomp- uh, Poptimus is, his new type power is doing something to people. How does that work? Is it a particular design? Because we we've seen with like Gundam X or After War Gundam that there's there's different types of what it can do. But how is that specifically laid out? Is it different for each person? Uh, how do they define those kind of abilities? Because now it's really affecting characters. It's affecting characters we like, and that's where the difficulty comes. Is like I like Rakoa coming into it. And it's like now you're having the difficulty where you're not telling me exactly how that works, but you're expecting me to be okay with what you're doing with that character. So now I really want that kind of stuff explained, and I'm not sure if I'm just missing it, or if we're going to get it later, or if it's never really explained because it's really an unknown. I'm perfectly fine with that, but it it is getting to that point where I want to know more about it. So, And, and I do want to point and out... We're, and we're technically 100 episodes in, right? 
So, you know, you kind of feel like yeah. at this point, I kind of deserve to know a little bit about this ability. Yeah, I mean, all we really had with, well, like we said, I have a work on them, but that's, uh, I don't think that's technically UC. I could be wrong. Somebody can tell me wrong, but I, I think that's not technically UC. But uh, in the UC area, yeah, we've been, we've had 100 episodes and we, all we really had was 50 episodes or 43 episodes of basically Amon Ray just learning predictives. And now we're getting into, like I said, characters that are actually manipulating other people or you know aura fights i mean we're literally going in an area where it's starting to wonder how exactly this work and and then you get into the new type the cyber new types and that seems a little bit more easier to understand because it always seems to have a limiter in there and i just want to say by the way i'm I'm convinced this entire series hates cyber new types and i and they will never be happy <laughs> i i'm really struggling with the fact that it seems like cyber new types will never be happy and we've seen that again with with after war gundam and you know, this one I've, I've seen it with another one but yeah um i love the cyber new types Which, in this one as well i think they were they were definitely fascinating they definitely added a, an interesting element to the characters as well but i appreciated the cyber new types i think they were adding a, a very interesting twist to they were throwing weird elements they were weird elements but th- they make sense in what they are so it's like I can totally see somebody being completely turned off by Rosamine when she showed up, but technically, uh, the way that worked was interesting in the fact, I mean, we immediately knew what she was, but, uh, it throws an interesting element in there where it seems awkward, it seems weird, but at the same time, you know why it's weird, it's because it's not natural, and I like that element constantly I almost thought at some point Camille was going to just completely snap because he's he's being thrown these people that are 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 chains purposely and he's constantly having to adjust. Well, who is this person? What is he they was become? Projecting, he was projecting a character on like everybody. <laughs> well, that that was the same with 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 Amaro. He, he was constantly stuck on uh, Lala. Like everybody that every time he got hit with something. Yeah, it was like, but Lala no, didn't Shara, show. Shar, it was Shar. Never mind. Every time he sent something, it was Shar. And again, that's the thing where I think it's really that he they don't understand how it works. So when they get that similar feeling, they go, oh, "Must be that person," but no, it's not. So it's really weird in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say Lala didn't show up until way late, so you can't use so it was that Char. one. It was Char. Char. I'm sorry, um, but no. I, 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 what I was gonna say as a goofy comment is, I really, really would love a a four figure. Uh, Sarah was another character that I would just love a figure of them. Their 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 character artworks were just gorgeous. One Haman Karn. Haman Karn. She she's. I kind of like her, but I, I I think the other two were a lot better. Um, but no, the the. But Sarah was cute too. Huh? I like Sarah. Sarah was cute too. That's what I said. Sarah. Sarah. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Sarah. I said Sarah. My, my, sorry. I'm my sorry. my brain was still into Sarah. to Japanese. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, but no, the the idea of the the projection of of and the, I guess I I can wait until spoiler talk because then if you want to do that, I just I I think that that was kind of one of the coolest ideas of the entire storyline is the idea of how the cyber new types fit in with the actual story as a whole. The the cyber new types being kind of this I don't know is that spoiler to say they're they're created by man they're man made new types effectively. No, I don't think so. So you got the cyber new types and then how do they fit into the world as a whole? And that's a really interesting concept in how how does something that is man-made, how how do you how do you balance between um 
a weapon and a human when when you when you talk about a a effectively a cyber new type because technically it's human and it's it's something that's man-made where does that fit in the in the grand scheme of things and i thought that that was an interesting thing for them to to explore well that that definitely goes into the element like i was saying where it's really getting into war uh war crimes or war uh morals i mean it can't really call it a crime because technically there is really it's 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 almost in a lawless area um, but you're really getting into the idea of how can you treat a human being like that? How can you, uh, how do you, how can you take away somebody's memories? How can you take away their humanity and force them to do something specific, even though it's obviously killing them? I mean, it's not a good thing. So yeah, I mean, it, that definitely goes in the same lines with a lot of the kind of interesting elements they're kind of jumping into. But. Well, the Titans were an interesting, interesting thing there too, because that, that they were constantly balancing this idea of. What was, what was the, where's the line between doing something and doing something to get it done fast? Yeah. You know, I liked, I liked that they kept exploring that idea of, okay. This war can drag out yeah, or we can just end it now. Yeah. Building. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but it's still wrong. You can't really, yeah, I mean, you can't justify that. <laughs> and, and then you could probably say that there's a little bit of a, a world war, uh, two thing. Is it world war two? For like Vietnam and stuff, Hiroshima. Oh yeah, that's too. Because the, you you're 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 bringing up that kind of old wound of hey, this was done, and does it does that justify, you know, what you're doing here? If you can do something that is really really horrific and makes everybody stop what they're doing and realize what's happening, does that justify the the uh, does that justify it? Was it was fear. It was basically yeah. striking fear. They and, and that's exactly what the Titans, Titans did. I want to keep on saying. I keep juggling Titans and t- Titans. The Titans were li- literally doing that. They were striking fear to put it into something very drastically quickly. And yeah, there is a huge moral question there. And I think that's really yeah. It doesn't get into it and it sits there and it doesn't sit you down and says let's sit down and think about this and get really into the mindset of this, but. It was enough to really get the grasp of it and then kind of move on. And yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I said, I, I think that that upgrade from the previous series was great. It was definitely a lot more cohesive. It was it was definitely hitting on those morals and those those elements. And like I said, not not too heavy. So it was definitely a cool to see the writing and the and the pacing and the character building getting a huge step up going into the uh, the Zed. And, and it and it's really cool because now it makes me more excited for going forward. It's like yeah, I love the original one because it was this this legend. It was what created this franchise. It was hand-drawn, but it didn't have the other elements to really go with it to make it a perfect show. Moving on to this one was really kind of stepping up those elements, those storytellings, creating the lineages that we're going to see in the future, and that's really got me excited going forward. So it's not just me geeking out. It's really seeing that huge improvement that I think is going to be really cool. And it's definitely one of those things that now I have I'm appreciating again watching this one. I'm appreciating what uh, uh, you see uh, Unicorn was doing with that story because I'm seeing the motivations kind of building. So definitely cool. We'll see more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think that's everything I have. Do you have anything extra? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Definitely suggest it. Like I said, we got this. I didn't like Ohm. <laughs> I hated him. I despised him. I I kept calling him M. Bison. (laughs) For some reason, he reminded me of M. Bison. And yeah, I did not like him at all. But uh. it was was great because what he he, he was like the thing that made it to where you were like, yeah, obviously, they're the guys that I don't like in this show. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was the face of everything I didn't like about the Titans. <laughs> well, that and Poptimus. He, he, because yeah. he, 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 Bright comes in and he starts beating the crap out oh, of yeah, him. Why? Cats. Because he's better cats. than Bright. And cats. <laughs> Could not stand cats. Cats drove me crazy. Cats, you dork. Uh, but again, we got this uh, review copy from uh, Nozomi Entertainment and Sunrise. Uh, we thank them for sending this copy to us and we uh, so that we could check it out, give our review, tell you guys about it, and we hope you guys enjoyed hearing us geek out about Gundam, and I'm sure our Gundam fans do. Um, probably everybody else is going, oh my gosh, they're becoming Gundam fans. But that's all right. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, um, and yeah, definitely check us out at TakuSpirit.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community in the forum links at the top. Social media links on the right side and all that good jazz. And we thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed and you all take care. Oh, I just want four to be happy. Yes. Just want four to be happy. Yes. Yes.